Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Friday night, Phoenix. You're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. Kyle's uh, on mute. I'm Brian. <laughs> where's, where's Kyle? Now am I on mute? No. No, you're good now. God damn it. I'm Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how does it feel to be second in the rotation? All right. I jumped, oh, jumped over a spot because Kyle muted himself. Not, yeah, you not only jumped Jose, you jumped Kyle. And then he mutes. Yep. Welcome to those mutes. Uh, great. You call me a Sir Mute a lot. Sir Mute a lot. <laughs> uh, another Friday in the winter wonderland that is Phoenix. Uh, yeah, it's crowd <laughs> crazy that we're getting snow. <laughs> Kyle's kids getting murdered in the background. I don't know what he's uh, playing. Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't, fucking, I don't fucking know what he's playing. Apex, the new game Apex. Maybe Legends. There you go. Love that game. I've been playing the shit out of that game. I, I saw your video. Yeah. Is that almost is is that the same people that put out Halo? No. Mm-mm. It looks a lot like it. No, it's respawn. It's the same people that do um, Titanfall. If you've ever played Titanfall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that game is pretty badass. But yeah, so uh, this week it's only me and Kyle on cams because Brian is sick, so he's hanging out as long as he can to fill in for. Jose doesn't show up chimichanga. <laughs> so. He snowed in. Yeah, he snowed in, all right. From the the Arctic his, tundra of Phoenix. Yeah. His uh his mom grounded him out of the sex dungeon. <laughs> Mijo, we have company. You want to go on your podcast with your friends? Yeah, no podcast for you, Mijo. You got to be here to entertain our guests. I don't know why she sounds Asian all of a sudden. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we're getting snow in Phoenix. I've seen, do you guys see the pictures from Scottsdale yesterday where parts were like covered in snow? Yeah, it was pretty rare to have snow actually stick once it hits the ground out here. And to see that, it's pretty amazing. I think we call it hail that stuck. <laughs> well, like, well, here, yeah, but it was legit snow in Scottsdale and even. I've seen videos of it actually like legit snowing in Tucson. Yeah, in Lake Pleasant it was snowing too. And I guess they're getting massive amounts of snow up at the uh the Grand Canyon at the north north rim of the Grand Canyon. Wow. That's all, that's always higher elevation though. That usually gets snow, but that's yeah, it's uh it's weird to get snow for us. Yeah, like, like that. I, I heard some places thirty six inches. Yeah. I know like in my backyard it like it snowed it, well it hailed and it just like covered it the ground it looked like a fresh blanket of snow yeah it's pretty, did, they pretty did interesting uh, at work I was sitting there at work and all of a sudden it sounded like we're getting bombed on and I walk outside and it's just sn- uh, hail everywhere hey welcome fat drunk and happy Thanks for tuning in. I'm glad it's your first time here. <laughs> what do you like? Usually, I'm on this podcast. Drunk and happy. Uh, 
So what else is what's going on? It's another week down, another week in the books. So with this whole Captain Marvel, let's talk about this. What we were talking about earlier, um, that it's all over the place with the reviews on Captain Marvel right now. Well, here's the thing: Captain Marvel is not getting legitimate reviews right now because the movie is getting hate bombed from single white males. I don't know if I'd say should say single, but Brie Larson came out and said in an interview that she's noticed that when she goes to movies, most of her press coverage is done by white older gentlemen. And she's requested to have people of color or women get the opportunity to interview her. So that set off white men and they're now like review bombing her, her movie and saying that she's using this movie to push her agenda. So it's, that's why it's getting like really bad reviews right now. That's cheesy. So, it's almost like what was that last movie where everybody tried to go on and make sure it had a shitty review or shitty uh, like on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, I know. It happened in a lot of movies. Like it was like six months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're doing it on purpose now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's review bombing. Yeah, it's just to be dicks. But that's so. But. I mean, people that have seen early screenings of it are saying that it's it's an amazing movie. Yeah, that's what I've been reading, the early screening ones. A lot of like the Rotten Tomato reviews and stuff are are not legitimate. So So is that go is that pushing us in a direction where we actually can't believe Rotten Tomatoes anymore? I haven't believed Rotten Tomatoes in a long time. <laughs> I never really even look at it. Usually usually when I don't know, I play Rotten Tomatoes. So like when I want to see a movie, usually if the critics hate it but the audience loves it. I go see it. But usually if the critics love it and the audience hates it, I avoid it because usually it means it's not a very good movie. It's amazing how Rotten Tomatoes has become like the go-to thing to say if a movie's good or bad. I mean, it could sink a movie without even opening if Rotten Tomatoes said it's shitty. Yes. Who would have thought a website could replace Siskel and Ebert, huh? Right? <laughs> Especially with <laughs> Rotten that? Tomatoes. Yeah. A Rotten Tomato. A rotten well, tomato. One of the one of the reviews I saw um, the guy post was really bad. I thought it was badass. And all it basically said was uh, Thanos is fucked. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's I fucking that. awesome. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, she's that badass. That comes out next week. I want to say not next week, but the week after. I think it's March 5th. Nice. So, yeah, oh. I think it's a week after, two weeks after, something like that. Whenever the fifth is, is when it comes out. So next week? I don't think the fifth is next week. Hold on, let's use these powerful computers sitting in in front of us in our hands. <laughs> if you're holding your phone, uh, the fifth is two weeks. I think it's, or maybe it's the eighth. It comes out. I can't remember when the fuck it comes out. Hold on, let me find out. Well, if it comes out the eighth, then it's in two Fridays from now. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the eighth. Let's see. Yeah, that sounds about right. The eighth sounds about right to me too. But we'll we'll let's see. What'd you guys think of the um the Birds of Prey teaser thing? Um, I don't think I saw it. Uh-huh. it's pretty good. It's Harley. She's just like. Oh yes, I did see it then. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. 
and showed everybody like for a split second. Oh, uh, yeah. I just, I'm going to wait. I think that they could do really good if they do it like they originally said they were going to do Suicide Squad. Make it a little dark. Keep one. Don't smash two different movies together. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it comes out the 8th. So in two weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, Kyle and I were talking earlier this week, and that's kind of like the, the title of this episode, is that right now everything is coming out too quickly as far as like comic book or movies, movies go where you're having literally an article come out and say, Oh, army hammers and final talks to play Batman in the solo, the Batman movie. And then three hours later, another article comes out that says army hammer says he's not been in talks at all to play Batman. <laughs> yeah. It says not final talks in final talks. I just, I mean, yeah. And I think it's been like this for, and it's, it's all news outlets are like this. I, I everybody's too they're too eager and everyone's too excited to try to be the first to break the story so instead of breaking a true story they're breaking a half rumored story yeah yeah i can see that they're trying to beat everybody else to the punch so they're like we're not going to vet it totally yeah but what's the point of doing that if you have to and you know what? People don't even retract anymore. They just come out with the news. They just re-come out with the story. Yeah. You know, and it just seemed like there was like story after story this week. That's what, you know, just like um, Harley Quinn's not going to be in Suicide Squad 2. I just read another article. Harley Quinn's going to be in Suicide Squad 2. It's like, I mean, where are these rumors coming from that, I mean, are that are people are so quick to type it up. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think it comes from inside sources, people who have like inside knowledge. Well, then, it, but it's not inside knowledge if it's wrong. Well, I think it's, it, it's inside knowledge where it could be like the studio is saying one thing and they're not ready to release it yet. And so the publicist comes out and says, or someone close to the actor or, or the situation then comes back and rebuts it because like you you see, you see it all the time. Like when Ben Affleck is playing Batman, Ben Affleck's not playing Batman. Then what happened? Ben Affleck is playing Batman. You know? So it's, it's like they try to, they try to keep it under wraps for as long as possible. And it just, I think, like I said, someone from the studio gets a hold of it and they're like, Oh, such and such is doing this. And then they leak it. And then they try to do damage control and someone from that person's camp is like, well, that's not the case at all. And it just, so you get conflicting stories. I just think every news outlet, comic book, everything related, just, I think everyone just needs to take a step back and just eat way two more hours. Wait two more hours. <laughs> just wait two more hours. Just wait. I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to read a story and get excited about something and then read another story three hours later that says something else. Yeah. Because you're like, yes, fuck. Yes. God damn it. Someone didn't like my bobblehead cock. <laughs> That's why everybody bailed. No, no. Warren says in the chat, so glad the bobblehead cock was removed from the front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. I often, never mind. The cock doesn't stay. Yeah. The cock is often on front of your face. But. So, <clears throat> this army hammer thing is that um, 
Has there been anybody else that they're saying that it's going to be in the past couple of days? Uh, well, right now, the two biggest names I've heard are Army Hammer and um, the dude from Twilight, Robert Pattinson. Those are perfect. See, well, I said that too, final but talk, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian doesn't. Or no, Brian, Kyle doesn't like the <laughs> Robert Pattinson one. I think he's going to deliver. Say it, Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hope that line's in there too. God damn it! <laughs> they have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Say it, Batman. I hope they get her to play fucking like his love interest too. Oh my god, I totally will not fucking see that movie. <laughs> uh, with her one with her one expression oh yeah. my god i can read i can read your mind i'm yeah. batman her dad's like some major hollywood insider <clears throat> say my name batman <laughs> that's stupid and he glit when he walks out at night he glistens <laughs> he glitters mm-hmm. the, the, the bat suit it just glistens <laughs> You guys watch Umbrella Academy? It's I did. Fantastic! Oh right? my god, dude! How good was that? So, oh man, so much, so much love. Yes, oh, so I mean, much love for it. I enjoyed that so much that I jump. I'm jumping onto the hype train of trying to find the comics for a decent price. And I keep telling them to wait, Matt. I will, and I am. In in three months, it'll go back down to thirty dollars for the set. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna wait for. I got two. I got like issues like four and five and or five and six on the way. I got them for like a couple bucks each. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. I, it's I, just that number one and that that free comic book day issue is what's hard to get. Yeah, I right put now. up. I put <clears throat> I put up the the set and the free comic day uh, free comic book day issue. I two full sets including the free comic book day. And I threw them up on eBay for 300, I think, or, or best offer. See if somebody snags on that. 300 for one set. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, dude. They're going for, so I, I looked to see how much they were going for on the sold. And if you look for the sets and without the free comic book day, they were selling for like two seventy. The la- I looked right as soon as I finished watching the show, which was, at the end of last weekend, they were still only going for like the whole set and the free comic book day one. They were going for like 110 bucks. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Cause I watched it last Friday I, since we didn't record. Well, uh, this show anyway, Kyle and I ended up doing our side thing, but I watched it and like, dude, I, I, I binge watched that fucking show. Yeah, I watched I the first too. episode of doom patrol and then I binge watched through umbrella academy i cannot wait for the second season already yeah so if i if i go on like ebay right now there's a a a full set of just one through six without the um without the uh free comic book day issue that's got 14 hours left and it's already at 190 with 78 bids the last one i was watching for that one was uh i think it was it see i mean i must i must feel sorry for gerard way now though because now the demand is there that he has that he you know he has to write another one so because there's only three volumes right now and the fourth one has been rumored but now like it's gonna it, it's gonna like push him to to have to write another one like he was being able to he take have his, to do shit his damn ass time oh dude 
Netflix with that kind of money. It, it makes me super excited for all the Millar stuff that's coming there, though. Yes. Like, super, like, stupidly excited for all that stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's going to be perfect for that channel after watching that Umbrella Academy. Chad, they're talking about um, Umbrella Academy. The new Netflix show is actually originally a comic book. So that's what Brian's talking about is that series. Who was your favorite character, Brian? I liked um, uh, Gus or uh, what's his name? Uh, Klaus. Yeah, Klaus. Yeah, mine too. He was awesome. Mine, mine's a toss-up between number five and Klaus. Yeah, number five it's, is cool too. Yeah, five is a close second. Yeah, and then that a lot of people playing him is perfect. A lot of people like Diego too. Yeah, he's not bad. He he just kind of blends in almost like his. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying the dude was a bad actor. I'm just saying like his like it just nothing super stood out about him. He's kind of your average. What really like threw me for a loop was how how good was Mary J. Blige in that? In right, that awesome. Oh my and, gosh! And she did her own stunts. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was pretty cool to see her. And you know what? <clears throat> did you guys watch Mindhunter? Yes, I watched it when it first came out, dude. I couldn't figure out who the 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 dude was playing opposite Mary J. Blige, but I knew his voice. I was like, I've heard that voice before. And then I realized he's the dude that played Ed Kemper in that Mindhunter show. The the serial killer dude that they go talk to. Uh-huh. That's a cool show too, though. Oh, yeah. Mindhunter was awesome. And that dude playing Ed Kemper was so good in it. Chad says in the chat, nice. It only took me 33 years on this planet to buy a comic book. Bumped into your podcast, headed home from the beach, and went out and snagged a few of this week. Nice, dude. Yeah, thanks that's for, awesome. Thanks for checking us out, and we're glad that you, uh, bastard, you're buying coming back. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, dude, like everything about Umbrella Academy is so good. Like I could talk about that show for hours. Yeah. Like, just I like how well everyone acts in it. My favorite scene is in the first episode when they're all dancing to "I Think We're yes. Alone Now." Yes, I, I agree. That was awesome. That was so good. The only thing is that, um, what's her name who plays the white violin? Um, I can't think of her name, the actress's name. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, Ellen Page. Ellen yeah. Page. She She's perpetually going to be able to pay a teenager or a young adult till she's like 50. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved all the, I love the ending. The ending was fantastic. And I'm glad that they diverged from some of the stuff in the comic book in the show. Like, I'm glad you don't find out that the monocle is actually a space alien. Yes. And I'm glad that they chose a different ending than, you know, her getting shot in the neck and paralyzed. Spoiler alert. It's not really spoiler alert because it doesn't happen in the show, but. Yeah. Like, I like that it shows a different ending. And, like, the comedy like Klaus's comedy in it is, is hilarious. Yeah. That dude played such a good role in that. It's unreal. Have you ever seen the, have you seen the British show misfits? Yes. He's with, in that uh, with Ramsey. Yeah. The, the actor who plays Klaus is in that show. Yeah. He's in a couple really good movies um, or shows. Um, other than that, I'm trying to remember what I saw him in. He was younger though. 
but they all the people they they cast that really well. They did a good job. They Kat. did. You and know, like what I, I was they did super well was with most of these superhero type shows that they have on Netflix. All of them do the same low where it just goes and it like bottoms out and gets super boring for a while. They didn't do that with this show. Like Daredevil, Daredevil's great, but there's a lot of low to it. Jessica Jones was super boring. You know what I mean? Uh, Iron Fist was really boring. They didn't do that with Umbrella Academy. Like no, they, they kept you super engaged. Like, you know, as I was watching it, and, and I've mentioned this a bunch of times on on the podcast, is my gauge on how something good is is how many times I pick up my phone. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I didn't catch myself on my phone almost at all. So, yeah, every episode was enough to hold your attention. Yes. Mine, mine is um, how many times I fall asleep watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't happen, thankfully. Doom Patrol was really good, too. Uh, yes, it was. Fat Brendan Fraser, the race car driver. I, that blew me away, dude. <laughs> I, I was like, "Holy shit!" I can't believe that's Brendan Fraser. Dude, how about D? Bravo for DC, like going for it, where they're just <laughs> within the first, all. yeah, the first ten minutes, you just see Brendan Fraser poning out a woman, dude. It's just like, all right, like he looks like he's gonna have a heart attack as he's doing it, but <laughs> yes, you know, yeah, hey, I know how he feels, yeah. He's going for it, and bravo for to DC for actually going for it. Yeah, they're they're done playing, you know, games with Marvel. I think, you know, trying to set a benchmark against Marvel, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we're going to do our own thing. We're not going to." Yeah, and and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about when we were talking about the Army Hammer and the you know them casting those roles, and you know, on one hand, we hear how they're just going to blow it all up and start over. But then on the other hand, you know, they're they're continuing the Suicide Squad team and, you know, continuing the the Harley thing. And, you know, they're so it seems like they're picking and choosing which ones they want to keep and which ones they don't. And I hope that they do that. I don't want to see them blow it all up again. You know, Wonder Woman's perfect. I think Harley's perfect. Um, and then what they're doing with the TV shows is amazing. So hopefully they don't blow it all up and do something stupid where we have to sit through another origin story. I think they should blow it all up and just stick to TV shows. That'd be interesting. I think they can do that because I think that the majority of TV shows, like, you know, perfect example is Umbrella Academy. They're like little miniature movies and they're way better than a movie. So, well, I think, and I think the DC stuff like Doom Patrol, I mean, it still comes out weekly, like if you're watching regular TV, but they can go for and do whatever they want. They have more freedom. And they can get things right. Like they can take their time for it. There's not necessarily a deadline. I'm sure there is a deadline, but it's probably a lot more lenient than, you know, a movie or you're releasing a big budget movie because you're putting it out on your own network, you know? Yeah. Or or they don't Um, have, you know, they're not stuck to having two hours and and 22 minutes to have to fit everything into what you have to do. Now they they can spend an entire season, you know, even if they did, you know, half hour shows and they had, 22 half hour shows like you know they can they can fit so much more content and and build up so much more like that's that's one thing i've noticed about a lot of the netflix shows is you can tell that they're they're shot to at movie length and then broken up and edited up because a lot of episodes one episode maybe 63 minutes where the next episode is like 43 minutes so their times vary 
Yeah. From episode to episode. Yeah, but like, doing the game of shows do that. Yeah, and they yeah. don't film it all as one thing. I just think it's however long that episode happens to be. But that could be. But Doom Patrol is very solid. I I'm I forgot about that. I meant to watch the second episode tonight. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. But yeah, I've just been all about Umbrella Academy. I'm watching it again this weekend. I'm blown away by Mary J. Blige in it, and like I, th- it kind of threw me for a loop that um, the dude is like digging a, a grandma, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it makes sense that he's from the future, so you don't know, or he's so used to time jumping, you don't know his actual age, and he just looks younger. Yes. Kind of like what happened in number five. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think that I chick know. in it that from Grey's Anatomy, she's hot. Which chick from Grey's Anatomy? The chick from Grey's Anatomy is the one. Uh, she's the one who gives five the deal. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know who you're yeah, talking about from, now. Yeah. She's, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, he, she's wife, um, ex-wife. Mc McDreamy's ex-wife. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, everything about that. I mean what netflix should do actually what most shows should do is that should be their template is kind of what they did with umbrella academy because it worked from beginning to end because i hate watching a badass couple episodes and going well the first couple episodes were good and then it loads but you gotta stick with it and finish it off because it's awesome i hate having to say that about shows yeah and 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 a lot of those and a lot of those netflix shows that's what you say about them they're yeah. great overall, but you got to get through episodes three and four before it picks back up. Well, yeah. I just think there's so much going on in, in, in Umbrella Academy that there's really no room for a low spot. Because when they're trying to do the main story, like if if it starts to get a lull, and then they switch to something about the relationship between the kids or the relationship with their dad and and things like that. So I think it, that's where the flashbacks came in. Yeah, there's so many moving parts that it. Um, it never gets that lull. You never get that fall off like that you're talking about, like you got with Daredevil. So I'm stoked. It's good. Every if you haven't guys haven't watched it out there, you guys better fucking hurry because I want to talk more about it. <laughs> right, dude. And like one of my other favorite scenes is uh that when one they're shit happened. We're out in the road and you see the two characters coming up in the ice cream truck playing Flight of the Valkyrie. Yes. <laughs> so much fun it, it's such a dude maybe they're here for kenny's birthday <laughs> that's you know I mean, uh, you guys said that in the chat and i was like on episode two when you guys had said that or episode three and i was like i wonder if i fucking missed something and then i'm fucking sitting there and they're in the bowling alley and i said oh fuck there it is yeah <laughs> throws the birthday cake at him <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, I'm really one of the things I'm really excited for um, because this was so well is there's some really good um, comic properties that are coming that Netflix ha- Netflix has like coming like lock and key and um, are they going to do the why the last man I can't remember uh, no FX is okay yeah so I'm really looking forward to the lock and key stuff too um, well, it really got me pr- pumped up for the um, the Capullo stuff that's coming. Yes, for um, Reborn or whatever. Reborn, yep. yes. Yeah. And it got me really pumped up for Huck. Yes, too. 
Yes. So, yeah, Kyle, you should be stoked about that. I am stoked. I think it's going to be badass. We talked about it before. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good series. Eight or nine episodes. It's going to be badass. Were you guys fans of Penny Dreadful? No. Uh, did you ever watch it? I did. Yeah. I watched it at your house. Yeah, I love that show, man, and I'm really stoked that uh, that's coming back. So um, they're supposed to have a nice little spinoff on it too. See, I wish they would let some other these properties. Like, I wish that you could get like I know it's Vertigo, but like get a um, a Sandman TV show instead of movie, since the Joseph Gordon Levitt one can't ever get off the ground. I know. I'm so bummed about that. But I think that shows like this and, you know, them doing dark, the really dark aspect of it, I think that's perfect for Sandman. Yeah. But I really liked, like, I, I loved Umbrella Academy. Doom Patrol was really, really good. Solid, solid first showing for Doom Patrol. It's a little weird, but I think it works. Yeah. And I like how you, you get to see all of their, like, you know, a few of their origin stories beforehand, but you didn't. The only character you haven't gotten to see is Cyborg. Yeah. And that's the only thing I'm really worried about because he looks really cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. But, eh. Meh. We'll see. But, yeah, definitely. Um, It'd be interesting to see what the um, what the subs uh, subscription uh, numbers are for the DC um, Netflix thing. Chad says in the chat, hopefully Sharky the Bounty Hunter as as legit as Umbrella Academy sounds. Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I don't know what Sharky the Bounty Hunter is, but um, I I think they're doing well. The, like my thing with um, my friend Kristen asked me the other day if the DC network was was worth it, and what I said to her was, "If it's worth it, if there's a show you really want to watch, it's so worth like it if you can have somebody else's password that too, and, and but your name. it's um, <laughs> it's worth it if you like you got something to watch. So if you really want to watch like Teen or Titan season one, then it's worth it." Because, but they have old stuff in there. They have like Lois and Clark is on there. You can watch all the old Superman stuff. You can watch all the old Batman stuff. They have Batman the Animated Series on there. Um, there's there's all kinds of stuff you can read comics on there. It, it, there's not a lot that I would use it for other than the new shows that are coming out. But um, it's it's worth it for the shows alone. I think. Maybe not like a full year subscription, but like if you're, you know, a season's coming out and you drop $10 in a month for that season, it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. I'll just borrow Lance's. There you go. That's what I do. <laughs> Shout out to Lance Kirby for letting me steal his password. <laughs> it's not stealing if he gave it to you. Right. But I don't know. It's. I don't know what's going to happen. And, and like a lot of these properties are getting, are going to be, are, you know, being what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not auctioned, but um, um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Nice. Damn it. I know. Right. Good job. Put on the spot. I'm over here playing with my, my cock. 
I'm fucking I'm gonna call how you Jose. <laughs> right. <laughs> um optioned is the word I'm looking for. All these books are being optioned before they're even like picked or before they even hit the stands for shows and movies. Remember that's yeah. how Riches was. Or yeah, Witches was that, remember? Yeah, it was um that Brad, Brad Pitt's production company bought up the rights to it and they're gonna turn in they're gonna option it for a movie and that never happened. They just put it on the shelf in case they need it later. Yeah. All that other property. But, but what interesting happened to you this week, Kyle? <laughs> oh yeah. So I thought I had a heart attack on Sunday. That was interesting. So I was I was at uh, Walmart grocery shopping, trying to pick what I wanted for dinner. I'm sitting there and standing in the frozen food aisle. And then my fucking heart starts to hurt. My chest gets all cramped up. My back hurts. My left arm goes numb. I get dizzy and I start fucking sweating real bad. And I was like, ooh, that's a... That's a spicy meatball. Yeah, it's, it's a... <laughs> that's a... This is interesting. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I need to wrap this up and uh, and get out of here. And my, I was with my daughter and she's like, you look terrible. <laughs> she's like, I think you need to go to the emergency room. And I was like, oh, okay, let's, let's go. So I got in line so I could pay. I'm sitting there like, by the time I'd gotten in line, it, like it had passed and like my chest was still tight and my heart like felt like it was like beating out of my chest. So I'm, and this is what no one should ever do. So I Googled all of those symptoms. So it said heart attack and I was like, fuck. Okay. I said, maybe, you know, I didn't think I had like a widow maker or something, maybe like a mild one. Like, you know, like maybe it was like a poke, like a poke in the side of, you know, like a warning. You're having a baby heart attack. Just a baby, just a little one. Just a baby to, heart attack. You know, I thought maybe it's just enough to get the fucking the the, the clog out and it got a little more blood pumping or something. Just a little heart attack. No big deal. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I get home and I I, got, I think the first thing I did is I got on our group chat and I was like, man, I'm debating going to the emergency room because I think I had a heart attack. And Matt and Lance and everybody in our group was like, what the fuck? Go to the hospital. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know. It's going to cost, you know, it's always, you know, it's cheaper to die than it is to be saved. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly the same thing I said where my gallbladder exploded. I was like, it's cheaper to just die than go to the hospital. Dude, <laughs> they can cremate dad, me for $1,000. I don't need to go to the hospital. My dad always says that a funeral is cheaper than medical bills. Yep. So I'm sitting there. So I called my sister because my sister's a nurse. And I was like, well, maybe I'll get her professional opinion you know, she deals with that kind of stuff all the time. She didn't answer, so I called my brother-in-law. <laughs> I was about to say, she doesn't answer. The one time, the one time you need her, doesn't answer. She didn't answer. So I called my brother-in-law. I thought, thought maybe uh, she just wasn't answering the phone, so I was just going to uh, relay it through him. And uh, I called him. I was, he, I was like, hey, you know, where's my sister at? And he's like, oh, she's on her way home from work. He's like, what's up? And I said, I think I had a heart attack, but I'm not sure. She's like, do you need me to take it to the hospital? I was like, no. 
I think I'm just going to have a couple drinks and then I'm going to Uber up there. <laughs> I figured if I, you know, if I can calm down a little bit, it might be easier for me to explain what's going on. Um, he was like, what? No, no, no. So he comes over and I'm trying to call my wife cause she's at work. And I was like, at least give her a heads up. You know, I, you know, she finally answered and she's like, I'm like, I don't know if you're busy or not, but I'm going to the emergency room because I think, I think I had a heart attack. She's like, all right, I'm on my way. So we went, we went to the, we went to the emergency room and I walk up to the front and I'm like, Hey, they're like, what's wrong? I said, you know, chest hurts. I think I have some pains. It might be a heart attack. I don't know. And he's like, they're like, okay, well, go sit down. I'm like, cool. So I'm sitting there and they, they, they take me in the back and you know how they take you in a triage to add, you know, they take your temperature, ask you what's going on you know, take your blood mm-hmm. pressure and all that. So comes in. The first thing this fucking asshole says to me is, I don't know why people here come to the emergency room with a sweater on and not something that zips up. And I was like, Dick, I got the memo. Next time I come here for a heart attack, I'll make sure that I wear something that I can unzip so I don't, you know, have that extra fucking two grams of fucking weight on my fat ass, you know, so it really throws <laughs> off the fucking scale. <laughs> and so I, I take off my sweat, you know, and then my wife's like, just calm down. Cause I was so worked up already just because I thought I was like, Dying. you know, that I had a clogged artery or something. And then this guy's, you know, don't bust my balls, dude. It's a fucking sweater. I'll take the fucking, I'll take the two extra grams on my weight. You know what I mean? I get I'm fat. I don't need to take off clothes to drop me down to, so I can fight my weight class, you know? Chad uh, says in the chat, Savage, you paid for your groceries while having a heart attack. Yeah, that is gangster. (laughs) So I sit down and the dude's like, he takes my temperature. He takes my blood pressure. He's like, why are you in here? I said, I don't know. I'm having chest pains. My heart hurts. Well, I'm going to let you know your heart can't hurt. And I'm like, all right, dude. Then I don't know why I'm here. I have no idea. All I know is something doesn't feel right. Does that explain it better? I was like, I don't know, dude. What hospital did you go to? Uh, Banner Estrella. So yeah. don't ever go there. No, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> so, no. so the guy takes me back and he's like, oh, you didn't get your EKG first? Go do that. And I was like, okay. They're the ones who called me in there. So they take it. And I don't know if you've ever gotten an EKG before. Yeah. But I thought it was something that took like, I don't know, at least a minute. At least. A, so the dude puts these stickers all over me, right? Hooks all these clamps up. I don't even think he put the last clamp on. He rips them all off and says, all right, you're good. And I yeah, was that's like, weird. I was like, good. Okay. He's like, go wait in the waiting room. I said, well, I guess that was sign number one that I didn't have a heart attack. Because they asked me to go sit back in the waiting room. So I sit back in the waiting room, we're chilling, and then they call me, Kyle, you know, can you, you know, follow us? And they take me back to a room. That's what they did to me when I had my gallbladder issues. Yeah, they called me in and they took my vitals and shit, and then they were like, all right, go sit in the waiting room and we'll call you back. Yeah. So they take me back to my room, and they say, you can come in here. So I'm like, cool. So I'm sitting there, and the nurse, Nurse Claude. Nurse Claude. Nurse Claude comes in. There's Claude's like, um, I'm just sitting there. And Did he have a thick-ass Russian accent? No, no. Uh, what are you doing here? 
What are you coming here for? Yes. You want some vodka? Yeah. No, nah, but he, he like he comes in and he doesn't say anything, doesn't say hi. He comes in, he sits down, right? And he's and he starts talking to me about death and dying. So you know, there's a time when something happens and it's t- there's a time for everybody to go. People die. It's just something that we have to come to terms with. And he's going on and on and on. And I'm like, I'm looking at my wife, and then I'm looking at Claude, the nurse. And then I'm looking at my wife, and then I look at fucking nurse Claude again. And he's going on and on and on about that. I said, am I fucking dying? Am I not leaving this hospital? He's like, oh, no, no. You're all right, dude. And I was like, then what the fuck was the death talk for? Like, you could have totally 100% started that story way different. You could have, like, just said hi. Like, that would have been a great start to the story. So he's like, so we're going to take, you know, some x-rays and stuff like that. And he, so they take me to the x-rays. He comes back, says, well, I'm going to give you an IV. And he's sitting there and he's like, starts talking to me about death again. And I was like, this fucking dude just doesn't quit. Maybe he's just got a hard on about death. Maybe like that. You know, he was like 75. So maybe that's he, his thing. Maybe, maybe he's ready to die. Maybe, maybe that's all it is. Is He's like, he's, God damn it. I'm 75. I'm so, ready to die. So he's like, I'm going to administer you a painkiller. And he said, you ever heard of fentanyl? And I was like, well, yeah, I think they did a fentanyl bust, you know, a couple weeks ago here. And he's like, yeah, I see about six to 10 people a week die from fentanyl. And he goes, and he screws this like needle thing to my IV. And he goes, in about two seconds, you're going to feel pretty good. I just gave you fentanyl. And I said, don't you, I said, didn't you just say people die from that? That's what killed Michael Jackson. No, that was pro fentanyl. No, you're right. It is. Uh, Prince and Tom Petty died from. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. But uh, so I was like, "Then why the fuck did you give it to me? If you see six to ten people die a week from it, oh, you'll be all right." Are you sure? Isn't that sure? that's one of the hottest street drugs right now, isn't it? Yeah. No, the problem with fentanyl is people aren't thinking they're buying fentanyl. They're thinking they're buying Xanax or Oxy or heroin. Yeah. And people are are selling them uh, fentanyl instead. They're they're cutting. They're getting their own pill presses and making them look like Xanax. And they're you know fentanyl because you can buy it from China and you know for really cheap in powder form. And it's one of the most dangerous drugs in the world. I mean, it'll kill you. It's worse than heroin when it comes to overdosing. So it'll kill you dead. And it's sad because all these kids you know are thinking they're taking something else and. I mean, I've had three really good friends, you know, uh, their kids have, you know, thought they were taking something else and, you know, they didn't know what they were taking. They thought it was something else. And the next thing you know, they're, you know, ODing. So scary. Yeah. But they eventually told me that I didn't have a heart attack. And I was like, well, what's wrong? I said, like, right, right now my heart hurts and it feels like it's – and I know my heart can't hurt. You guys already fucking explained that to me once. But it's like I don't know how else to describe it. So the way I was describing it was – and I'll describe it like this for everybody is, you know, after you, like, you ran the mile and your heart's beating really fucking hard. And then as you calm down, you know, your heart rate slows down, but it feels like it's going to beat out of your chest. Yeah. That's what my – that's what it felt like. So I was like, well, what's doing that? They're like, we don't know. And I was like, that's why I'm here. Well, it's not an emergency, so we're going to go ahead and send you home. And I was like, okay. So I was like, I knew I shouldn't have gone to the emergency room. It's fucked. So they're like, oh, I go see the cardiologist. 
So I was like, okay, I'll go see the cardiologist. So I went the two days later to go see the cardiologist. They do the same thing. They hook me up to the EKG machine. They asked me if I smoked. They if I ever smoked crack. They are fucking, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, so we, I go back in the waiting room again, and I wait. And then I go back in another room, you know, and the, the doctor comes in. He's like, he at least said hi first. He said hi. He introduced himself, and he's like, I need you to answer a question for me. And I was like, all right, doc, shoot. He said, uh, what was the difference between you and everybody else in the waiting room? I said, I don't know, 20 years? Because I noticed that. I think I said it in our group chat. I was like, everybody in here is really fucking old. <laughs> I'm the yeah. young person in here. He's like, exactly. You're too young to have a heart attack. And I was like, is there really an age? That's Yeah, that's kind of an ignorant statement because there's an, you, you're not too young to have a heart attack. It could happen at any time. So I was just like, okay, they're like, He's like, well, but since you're here, tell me what happened. So everything I already told you guys, he, I said again. And he was like, well, if you were 50, I would test you. But he said, since you're not, he's like, you're all right. Oh, I would have been like, no, fucking test me. I want to. And I was like, he's like, you can come back and do a stress test if you want. But he's like, it's going to tell you the same thing. that There's nothing wrong with you. He's like, just you know what? Enjoy life a little bit. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, that's scary. But it's like, it's like there's something going I was like, but there's something going on. He's like, it's not your heart. He's like, hold on, I'll do this. And then he like, listened to like the left side, he listened to the right side, listened to my penis. He listened to my other leg. Listen to my penis. <laughs> Dude, the first thing I would have said to him was like, look, doc, my podcast co-host had a, a stroke at 33 so yeah. nothing's impossible i i should have said something like that but i, I was just like okay what you know what the fuck are you gonna say i mean in all actuality he's the professional i'm not yeah i, I didn't go to medical school i don't fucking know shit about my heart except that it beats and it hurts but it does it can't hurt i clearly learned that mm. but yeah that's what happened to me is, it, fan, still, is it still having issues with beating fast it's not that it beats fast, it beats hard. Like it always feels like it's gonna beat out of my chest. Blah blah blah. And that's yeah. what it feels like. And then it then it stops for a few minutes and then it starts again. So maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's stress. I don't fucking know. You could have an irregular heartbeat, like yeah. Can... He said he did it though. He said he looked at my EKG, he listened to my heart, he listened to my arteries, he listened to my penis, he said everything was fine. <laughs> listen to my penis. That's my favorite. <laughs> Listen to my schlong. He just got really close to it. He put that stethoscope <laughs> yeah. super close to fucking to McDreamy. So he didn't. He didn't pull out the smaller one that he sticks up your urethra to hang. Listen to it. I thought he was going to the little cam. <laughs> Isn't that the worst experience though? When you're sitting in the hospital and like they're they're just so like I guess they can't sh- you know they can't show emotion so they're so dry with you and they make you feel like you're legit crazy. Yeah, they make you feel like you're an asshole. Like like. Like you're making it up that you're there. Yeah, like I was like explaining what was going on. Like, I go do these tests and did X-rays and and shit and didn't say a word to me. And did um, MRIs and didn't say a word to me about it. And then like I'm laying there joking around with the hot nurse that's doing my ultrasound, and I'm like, I feel like I'm a complete nut job. Like, why am I even here right now? And she's and she's like, I'm like, are you seeing anything? And she's like, I can't tell you. 
I can't say anything to you. Like, I can't tell you what I do and don't see. Like, the doctor will do that. I was like, I feel like I'm complete nut. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, why am I even here? I should just go home. Like, maybe it's just gas. But, and then the, yeah, and the doctor comes in. He's like, so, yep, yeah, you've got a a septic uh, gallbladder. And I was like, fuck, thank you. Like, I was just relieved that he confirmed what I thought it was because it made me legit feel like I was crazy. So... I think that's the shitty part about God. Like, you know, like, like, like I want to tell the doctor in the emergency room. Yes. Yes. I'm making this up. I just felt like blowing thousands of dollars to hang out here for five or six hours. Right. That's, that's what I wanted to do on Sunday night. That's the most Kyle Stinson fucking answer though. I had a couple drinks and I was just going to Uber to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's, I like the most, that's like the most Kyle response to anything. That <laughs> uh, would have been nice. Gonna, and calm. Have a couple drinks and just Uber up there. It'll be all good. So what they did tell me while I was in the hospital was, so I was like, all right, fuck, I'm going to the emergency room. I'm going to be there forever. They might admit me and they might have to put fucking a stint in my heart. I don't know. I'm going to have, I'm going to eat something before I go. So I had some taquitos and then, and then we left and then my brother-in-law took me. So my glucose, sugar glucose was high. Mm-hmm. So they said, they thought I have diabetes. <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't think so. I yeah. think I just ate before I came here. And just everything wasn't, you know, broken down yet. But I was like, were they grasping at straws? Because like I was reading through the paperwork and it was just like, pretty much just said, you're an idiot. There's nothing wrong with you. But I hate when that happens because then you feel even worse. Well, yeah, because now I just know I wasted. A, I mean, I didn't. I wasted a bunch of money to know I didn't have a heart attack. But, you know, I figured if I could have made it to Monday morning, I probably had I probably could have came to the same conclusion for free. Yeah, but it could be you. Could you said you're gonna go do the stress test and stuff, right? I'm not gonna do that. No. Stupid. No. Well, I say because it could be something else. It might not be your heart, but it could be something else that's affecting your heart that's causing it to be like that. It's from all this awesomeness. Yeah, I guess. You just ooze awesomeness. <laughs> it, it makes my heart hurt. I'm so awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I would freak out too much think, and, and I wouldn't be able to like, I have to go get a, um, a stress test just cause I'm sitting here going, uh, all these guys at work are telling me about, you know, their heart attacks and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to go get a stress test just for peace of mind. <laughs> he said, you can come get it. Like they, we scheduled one. Like I go like the, the fifth and then the following week I go back so he could tell me I'm fine. But he's like, you can come do a stress test, but I'm going to tell you you're fine. I was like, well, I'm not going to waste my copay on that. Fuck you. Yeah. Sounds, it sounds like to me you got some shitty doctors. You might want to get a second opinion on that. You know what, though? This is the kind of shit every time I've ever gone to the doctor, this is what's happened. So Yeah. I've, I found I've, I have found every shitty doctor. I don't, I, why can't I just find the doctors that just give me pills to get me out of the office? Like, <laughs> would that they be tried that with the fentanyl. Right, <laughs> they did try that. I'm sure Doctor Brian could prescribe you something right now, medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll slow your heart, or at least have you talk to God. 
Yeah. Maybe you and God can have a conversation about that. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Brian can prescribe me something that'll page you, Dr. Brian. Yeah. Allow you and God to have a conversation with one another. <laughs> oh man. Warren says, isn't life stress test enough? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, that's like, that's what I told him. I thought it was, is an anxiety attack because how stressed he is about work, been about work and all that. I was like, dude like you could have just had an anxiety attack or a panic attack and you never know when it's going to happen and a lot of times those feel so intense it feels like you're having a heart attack that's exactly what happened to me a couple uh, you know i've told you guys it happened to me a couple about a month ago now and that's exactly what it felt like on top of not being able to like get a half a breath in so it's scary i felt bad man because <laughs> i know exactly what you're going through but if I really do have a heart attack, next time I'm not going to do anything about it, I'm going to end up dying and fucking pooing myself in my own bed. All right. <laughs> you got to throw the pooing yourself, huh? <laughs> it's what happens when you die. For all the classy listeners, you poo yourself. I do. I will poo and pee myself. That's what Owls will evacuate. Claude, the nurse, told me he's seen four souls leave bodies while he's been a nurse. Are you kidding oh, me? He did it. He's he seen he, souls leave bodies. He said huh? he's seen souls leave bodies, and he's seen a soul stand next to his own body and look at itself. I was like, oh, Claude, the nurse weird. needs to fucking retire. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I, it sounds like I want some of whatever Claude the nurse is on. I think he was sneaking the fentanyl, too. That's why I got it. Yeah. He got half, and I got half. <laughs> <laughs> Sharesies. <laughs> right? They're just going to charge me for the full dose. Yeah. You're in there for it. Like, oh, uh, I got something caught in my ear. Oh, well, l- let me help you. I'll give you a little fentanyl for that. Right. Yeah. Hey, let me hook up that IV and get you some yeah. fentanyl. <laughs> Why are you hooking yours up at the same time? Oh, I, you know, this is how it works. Because <laughs> we're fentanyl friends now. Yeah. yeah. Fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl friends. <laughs> we have a meeting every Tuesday and Friday. You should join us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's terrible. We yeah. have half off fentanyl Friday. <laughs> Buy one, get one free yeah. fentanyl Friday. Where George, our fentanyl dealer, comes in and deals you half price pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's fucking terrible when we were laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Claude was like two for or one for you, two for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just watch real <laughs> Watch real hard, son. My soul's about to leave my body. He does it as a magic trick. See, these are fentanyl. Yeah. He was probably out <laughs> back licking the DMT toads when yeah. <laughs> he came in. Yeah. Smoking the DMT to come in and see souls <laughs> leave my bodies. I can't believe he said that. That's fucking crazy. Dude, when he first walked in, man, he just started talking about death. He's like, I was looking at my wife, and I was looking at him, and I started, I started freaking a little bit. And then, like, he took my blood pressure too, like again. And uh, he was like, "Yeah, look at that. your blood pressure's nice." Yeah, well, yeah, he just gave me a bunch of fentanyl. I don't Someone fucking said, care about anything. Someone in the chat said, "Claude sounds epic." <laughs> he was a character, man. I, I'll, uh, I'll give him that. Man, I'm disappointed now. Nobody came to talk to me about dying when I was in the hospital. <laughs> I think they just came in the wrong room to talk about it. That's 
Dude, that's funny though. That's like the same thing. When uh when I was in the waiting room for my gallbladder, like Kellen turned to me and he was like, "Dude, you're pale white." Like he he's like, "You're turning yellow. You look like shit." I was like, "I really got to pee, man." And, <laughs> and I, I went up to go. Uh, he was like. He was like, dude, we've been sitting in this waiting room for three hours. I was like, I know. He's like, if you get up to go pee, just tell, just tell them you're having a heart attack. Just tell them you're having a heart attack, and they'll move it along faster. But they don't. No. Nope. And I was like, dude, I really got to pee. So I went to go, and the sign, the sign on the door said, before you pee, make sure to check with the desk so we don't need a urine test. And uh, she was like, I was like, do I need a urine sample? And she's like, yeah, here you go. Hand me the cup. And it was so dark when I brought it back out. She was like, oh okay, we'll get you back here and ASAP. And like within two minutes, they called me back. But like, it was just, he was like, he literally said, he's like, dude, just tell me you're having a heart attack. He's like, you're yellow and you look like shit. You know what? To, to get back there quicker, tell him you're peeing blood and you think you have a kidney stone. <laughs> That'll make it move faster, huh? That makes you, that makes it move faster. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, if if Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin had an illegitimate love child, that would be you. He's like, that's how yellow you are. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like fuck you, dude. I got to pee. <laughs> I just remember being like, I was so dehydrated. I just wanted something to drink. Like, I just wanted water so bad. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. That sucks. But, and then they go, well, we can't give you anything to drink, but we can give you some ice. Yeah. I couldn't even get those. Ugh. And what was really, what was really shitty for me is like, they were, I went in at like seven o'clock at night and they told me around 11 that I was going to have surgery the next day. Oh, you can't do your drink anything before surgery. <laughs> All right. Then my surgery didn't end up being until like seven o'clock the f- next night. And I was like, I went in on a Thursday. I didn't have surgery till seven o'clock Friday night. And that whole time they would not let me drink anything. What? Yeah. So they're like, oh, well you have to. Did they when you had yours out, Brian? Did they make you like take a shower with like a special like body scrub? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I when I did that, I stood under the shower head with like my mouth loofah? open. No, so it's a special soap, a disinfecting like soap you have to wash like on the area belt. with. Yeah. yeah, like your butthole. To no. no, to prevent infection. And like when I did that, I stood under the faucet for probably ten minutes with my mouth open, just <laughs> drinking the water. <laughs> No wonder why your surgery went so like <laughs> complicated and you hurt so bad yeah. afterwards. <laughs> that was funny. But that's pretty much what it's like. You hear about turkeys with their mouths open when it's raining. That's <laughs> what it was. I just stood under that faucet just drinking that water. I was so dehydrated. But well, I'm glad you didn't have a heart attack, Kyle. Me too. Better safe than sorry, though. Yeah, I agree. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, I just know next time I'll just let it pass. Yeah. I'll just take a nap. I'll just watch Walking Dead and take a nap and go to bed for the night. Well, it was just scary when you were describing it because it sounded like exactly like what happened to to Kevin Smith. And he was like, it didn't feel like a heart attack. I was just really sweaty and and tired and wanted to lay down and take a nap. And like, it doesn't sound like the normal signs you hear about where... You're like, oh, my, my left arm is numb and my chest hurts. and That's why when you're like, I can't catch my breath. I'm sweating. And I was like, all right, maybe you should go. Boy, were we wrong. Yeah. But, oh, well. You know what movie I watched last night? What? The Star is Born. Uh, yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. 
It's kind of weird though, because you're like, damn, Lady Gaga looks pretty good. And then you see her again, you're like, she doesn't look that good. And then you go, damn, Lady Gaga looks kind of good. And you're like, damn, now she doesn't look that good. Like, I don't know, it's all camera angles. She's a chameleon. I guess. uh, She was in the news for something recently. The only thing I didn't like about the movie was Bradley Cooper's country voice. I didn't like his country voice. It's the only thing I didn't like about the movie. Yeah. He could have done a lot better if he didn't have that. Gotta have the deep country voice. The singer from Arizona. But other than that, it's really it's actually it's actually a pretty good movie. So I recommend it. I give it three point five on the finger scale. Hey Maguire, what's going on, buddy? Uh, so apparently, Kyle, you'll be happy to hear this. Oh, it's smoked. rumored that Godspeed is set to um, appear on season five of The Flash. Oh, that'd be nice. Such a good character that just didn't last very long. That's the only bummer about it. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I just I think we said it on here before. It gets old having him always face off against another speedster. Yeah. Yeah, but Godspeed's such a cool character. I hope they I hope they make him more of what he can be. Cuz like I you know that you know when they rebirthed uh, Flash and he was in it like I thought this was going to be a villain that was going to be like a thorn in Barry's side for a long time not like six issues yeah and then and then to, you know then to later you know be an ally like I was just hoping like it was just going to be like, I mean it's cool man like he because they're going to have to do that whole thing where, uh, where all there's all the speedsters and that he's uh, killing all the speedsters to get their power. So they're yeah, they have- already did that though. They did that with Doom with Zoom. Oh, did yeah. they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was the whole point of the the Zoom um, storyline was. So how are they going to how are they going to get the what's going to be the point of Godspeed then? Exactly. Who knows? Like, because that's that's the whole premise of him being there is he's killing speedsters to get their power, and he's a badass. Because they're he, because they've let's see, they've already got Gil, um, Gorilla Grodd, they've already got King Shark, they've already killed off Captain Cold, um, what Heat Wave or Mickey Mick is. Is on legends. He's a fucking legend. So like all his all Flash's rogue gallery is is pretty much They're being tapped already. already. Yeah, they got little. They already dealt with weather, um, weather wizard and Pied Piper and the trickster and like they've pretty much gone through everybody already. They didn't give um um. Grodd enough time I think I think Grodd is a really good character and I know they couldn't do it because of all the you know special effects probably and but I think that he he's just such a good character they should work with him more and just thinking they don't have the budget to do the CGI for him yeah. all the time yeah like he's been in a bunch of episodes but 
I just think their their budget is not um there's not enough there to do it all the time. They don't have that supernatural budget. Brian, did you see that um, Asics is launching GI Joe themed shoes and clothing? I saw them. I saw them. The, the Storm Shadow, bad. the Storm Shadow and Snake Eye shoes. Yeah, they didn't look too bad. I mean, I think it's cool that they're doing it. Yeah, but I mean, they weren't amazing. I think anything with GI Joe, I'm cool with. I'd be interested to see how they decided to do that. Like, what made them, you know, choose that. I think they're trying to copy like Vans who did who's done collaborations with like the Peanuts and Marvel and Oh yeah. Um Pixar. I think that I think that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to to copy Vans. Yeah, I can that that I can understand that then. So I don't know. Yeah, they were uh they were kind of cool looking. I, shit, I didn't. I forgot about Asics until that story came up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else is going on? What do you guys think about this whole uh, the Jesse Smollett thing? Are you guys following that? I no. think it's insane. I think it's hilarious. You know what? I I figured that's this. I figured it was set up just the way the story had originally gone down when they when he first talked about it. Like he said, he's walking down the street in Chicago, and two guys said, "Hey, it's the gay guy from Empire." Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you're kind of oh, that so guy, that guy, that guy. Okay. That like, you know, it's two a.m. and there's a car driving down the road. He said, "You know what I mean?" They like. They noticed the dude from Empire walking down the street at 2 a.m. I was just like, it was just like, it's one of those things where, you know, like the rule of a lie is not to have too much fucking too many facts in it. But he, he everything was so specific. It was like, there's something this is set up and he did it to get a raise. Yeah, that's what, it's what came out today. He did it to get a to get more airtime and to get a raise on the show. Yep. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I heard it. I thought it was he heard that he was going to be killed off. Or his no, character was going to be written off the show. He was angry that he wasn't getting as much money as everybody else. So he decided he was going to try and get some um, publicity. So he faked a, a threat letter and sent it to the studio, you know, threatening Jesse Smollett, you know. Mm. And then when that didn't get enough, you know, news. Um, he decided to do this. And I just love the fact that this moron decided to go on like good morning America. And, and why would you, Oh my God. Like he made, he'll never, it'd be interesting to see if he works again. I mean, he's got to go on an apology tour now. Well, Um, empire's cutting all the scenes from the last uh, season. They let him go. Well, and he's probably going to do mad jail time too. I mean, he's already out on bail. They already let him out. But yeah, he admitted yeah. that he did, he did it to get a raise. Like he blamed everybody. He blamed Trump and he blamed America. I mean, he did a lot to find out that he that it's just funny. Like if you see the video of the the two dudes like going into the store and they're like they bought like they both have hoodies on and they're buying like rope and they're buying fucking all you know they're both buying all this shit and the lady's like what the 
fuck? You know what I mean? Like, and they were quick. They were quick to be like, nope, we were we were asked to do this. They, they motherfuckers knocked him out quick. Yeah. <clears throat> didn't even bat an eye at it. Well, yeah, because they were facing jail time if they didn't. So, yeah. I just, I, I just, there's got to be other ways to go about getting a raise. Yeah, right. Well, I, I don't know. I guess that dude's kind of been, um, I was listening to something where the, like, they're, he's part of a family of like these actors and, you know, th- that type of thing. And, um, <laughs> they were talking about how, you know, now that it's kind of come out that he was, crying for attention type thing this is whole uh, this is all an attention you know uh getter type thing so i wish i was part of a family of actors me too pretty hilarious though that uh it's all blowing up in his face i figured it would just when, when it first came out on the news it was just like i said it was just so specific it was just like there's more to this. Something's gonna find out, and yeah, I, I gotta head it to Chicago police, man. They fucking fucking a. They 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 got leads. They 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 listened. They fucking really looked into it. I'm sure they looked into it because you know something bad that happens to somebody that's famous, it would really look bad on you know Chicago and the Chicago Police Department, and so I could see why they were. Which is kind of shitty, though. Okay, we're going to be a little bit more diligent because that guy's famous. Well, like yeah. they pay, and was it he? He left a paper, left a paper trail because he paid him with a check. Yeah. Like, oh, what an idiot! Jesus, yeah. that's what Chad just said in the, in the chat. It's like the uh, the chief of police had the best statement about it. He said, and he paid these dudes with a check, a freaking check. <laughs> like you pay him with cash, man. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, hit the ATM, dude. Come right. on. But speaking of that, let's switch gears here a little bit. So if you ever question about our ability to read and kind right. of judge where the comic industry is going, go back an episode or two where we're talking about DC Comics and what's going on in the, the culture. And you'll see that we're pretty damn good at judging that <laughs> shit. That was amazing. Talking about DC is now looking to revert back to only 22 issues and they're putting a bigger focus on uh, supplying retailers like Walmart. So, pretty, I thought that was pretty funny. I would rather get 22 great titles that have better reading than have 60 titles, which most of them you don't even give a shit about and they're. I'd rather have 22 dot where where artists and writers stick together. They they keep writing it. I there's not a bunch of switching and mishing and matching. Go back to monthly titles. Bi-weekly issues is too hard. I think there's just they went too long with that. It was great to have bi-weekly issues in the beginning. It got us all engaged, but they needed to come back to a month again. Well, when Marvel's doing I think X-Men and Marvel is a weekly now. I think the new X-Men series from Marvel is weekly. It's too hard to write it like that. Yeah, you're going to have to have like three or four people writing that. And that's and that's my point. I would rather have 22 good titles that that these writers and artists can stick with and and keep it going than 
than having, oh, who's writing it this week? Oh, who's writing it this time? Oh, look, we've we've gone through four artists and four writers now, and it's fucking, we're on issue 46. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just, just finish it off. I, I just, I don't know. Well, you're, you're exactly right when you're talking about, you know, you'd rather have 22 good books. The quality went, of the story lines were terrible. Um, so you know, there's only so much that you can come up with, I think, you know, and you're getting to the point where <clears throat> the shit they're putting out is just, it's not even, I remember sometimes I'd be reading something and you'd literally fall asleep halfway through the, the you know, the, the book because it was so fucking boring. Yeah. It just, I would just, yeah, just, you know what? And I think a bi-weekly book is great once in a while. Okay. Hey, you know, like I think like remember walking dead did it. And a lot of books do it for like for, you know, June and July bi-weekly. Okay. Yeah. They can gear up, they can push that story out and then they backtrack and they come back to monthly. But two, once it's it's too hard to write. It has yeah. to be. I'm not even a fucking writer, and it just seems like it's too hard. It just you, you're you're rushing to to get this story going, and I think it's just you know I I would rather have a little bit of time behind it. That's all. Yeah, have, we want. That's all we want is quality. Yeah, I don't want quantity. Yep. In DC, you're gonna get quantity. I hope so if they're cutting it down to 22 titles. No, you're going to get quantity, not quality. I hope they call it the new 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. Let's say something else. Oh, yeah, well, like Marvel's thing is just keep rebooting or keep making new number ones and first appearances, and they're already talking about you're going to get another new Spider-Man this summer. Oh. Not Peter Parker, but you're gonna get someone new that's gonna get spider powers this summer. Oh, Frank, it's gonna be it's gonna be Aunt May, <laughs> spider old lady. Sometimes her webs shoot, sometimes they don't because she's old. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes she can get her fingers to click it, and sometimes she can't. She just can't get it to work because she's old. Depends <laughs> on if she drank her Geritol that day. Or she her Metamucil. She swings into the building, but she left her walker and she's like, shit, I can't go anywhere. So uh, I got a question for you guys. How's uh, Walking Dead? Now that uh, Alf is there. It's, it it, it kind of sucks because the, the Walking Dead is finally really good and their ratings are in the fucking toilet. Yeah. But the, I mean, it's like this last episode was good. It wasn't as good as other episodes. It, I think that it was a little drawn out, but the payoff on it for the end was really good. The one thing you got to understand about the the Walking Dead, and I love that everyone's always like the ratings are in the toilet, and all these articles come out. The ratings are in the toilet. Their ratings being in the toilet are still it's still the number one rated TV show. Like. <laughs> they're, yeah, the they're, they're ratings are in the toilet, but it's still like the number one rated show, which is, blows my mind. Yeah, that is crazy. But yeah, it, I I liked it. I liked last Sunday's episode between dealing with Kyle having a heart attack and <laughs> trying to watch it. It was it was enjoyable. <laughs> there was I a liked, lot of banter between Daryl and Lydia. 
Yeah, that, and that's one thing I don't really like about the show too. Is like a lot of times they go back and give you unnecessary backstory. Like I didn't care about Alpha's backstory. I didn't ask that question in the, when I'm reading the comic. Oh, I wonder what Alpha's backstory is. Like I liked that you didn't know. Like she just was there. Yeah, you know, and yeah, giving her a backstory of just being pushed to the edge of stress is pretty much what it was. Well, and trying to connect with Carol where. You know, the the little boy is like, oh, my mom, Carol, said that she shaved her head because her first husband used to pull her hair. She kept her hair sh- short because that meant her her husband couldn't pull it. So then you start making that comparison to her and Alpha that maybe Alpha was abused and shaved her head so she couldn't be beaten and stuff like that. But like, it, it, she looks amazing when she showed up at the gates. She looks amazing. And Kyle and I were kind of talking about it that I think they're they're setting Norman Reedus up to take over that Rick Grimes role. He seemed they're they're trying to push him into a, a position of power, and he's kind of reluctant, like Rick was for a while. So it looks like they're trying to make him take over that role. But I, I like the episode, regardless. No, I mean it's it's this has been probably the best season in a while. It's, like a, it, it's so sad that they just they couldn't they couldn't have that spark with knee in an all-out war that they're having with the whisperers it's maybe yeah, they really they, fucked you, up that negan stuff. oh god i mean i maybe the you know new blood in there helping push the show along is what's the, you know re-sparked it or you know, well i, I think I, it's I, the it's the suspense factor because now you don't know who's a walker and who isn't it's that it's a suspense factor you get, you know? And they're pacing it quicker, too. The whole show's pace quicker. They, they're not slowing that the show down to its screeching fucking halt. It's, and, it's going. And a lot of people are speculating that with all these people leaving that season, don't be surprised to see announced season 10 to be their final season of the show, and then they just do movies from that point on. So... Be, uh, I liked what uh, James Wood said. <laughs> yeah. It's becoming an estrogen show. Yes. But, you know, like, but you and I have talked about it though too, Kyle, is that they're catching up. There's not a lot that happens between, you know, the whisper war and where they're at now with the Commonwealth. That's, that's really like action packed television. So to me, either Kirkman's going to have to, kick it into overdrive and start making stuff happen that they can use, or they're going to, they're trying to move away with all these characters leaving and all these actresses and actresses leaving. Does they're going to move the show. Walking dead. I thought he's more of a consultant. They have writers. Well, I'm talking about the, the comic book. Oh yeah. So, um, I, they're, we've talked about them maybe branching off and kind of following a, like a fear, uh, type style and, and going away from that, continuity of the comic book and start telling different stories that are just walking dead, you know, are made for TV and have nothing to do with the comic. But I think that's, that's what's going to be better happen. off. I, well, I, I mean, it only makes sense. It's uh, that's what they're going to do with it. They're going to go in their own direction. And you, you could tell a while ago, that's what they were pushing towards. It wouldn't be bad. I mean, would take out a lot of the known factor of it being able to guess what's going to happen because you will have no idea i mean it won't be bad just like 
I think once I think it'll go once in its own direction. Once once fear meets up with them, that's when it's going to be its own thing. I I don't I hope they meet up. I don't know if they ever will though. They're 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 like dancing around each other right now, especially if they're bringing Dwight into fear. I think they're going to end up meeting up. I bet you by season ten they meet up. They have yeah. to. At some point, you would think they're going to have to. Would have been so much cooler though if the whispers—that's what happened to what's her name, Madison. Right. And she took off the mask, and it was actually her. That would have been fucking badass. Yeah, dude, that would have. That would have been a, a a dope change, you know, where she's actually part of the whispers. That'd have been really awesome. But yeah. they didn't do that. Nope, they don't listen to us. No originality anymore. <laughs> Ryan, have you seen the uh, these DC variant covers for the Stephen King homage? No. Oh my god, I can't not wait to get it. Oh, uh, let me see if I can get this. I think up. it's for Detective One Thousand. Is it? I think so. No, it's for. Uh, this is what helps initiate the the new twenty two. <laughs> watch, watch. I'm gonna share my my screen real quick. I'm gonna give myself the host here. Um, and good job, it looks good. Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna share my screen real quick. All right, uh, that screen one, share. All right, uh, where'd it go? I just lost it. There it is. Oh, wow, yep. isn't that sick? Wow, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get that. Are they going to do all, or is it just that one? They're doing a bunch of different ones. A bunch of different Stephen King covers. Oh, that's badass. But that's like, Kyle showed me that. I was like, I absolutely have to have that cover. Are they going to be uh, like uh, one for one? I I don't know. It doesn't matter. I got to get it. Yeah. (laughs) I've got to have that cover for sure. Gotta have that cover in my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a couple different um issues of it or copies of it and frame one and have one in my collection for sure. Yeah, I love when books like that when you're so excited. Your collection of one book because you're gonna sell all your books. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised Kyle hasn't gotten so angry and thrown his hands up and be like, fuck this. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to get that Stephen King cover though. It looks, yeah, it looks really cool. So far, that's the only one I've seen from it, but I just saw that cover and I was absolutely like, I need that in my life. So hopefully they do a whole bunch of different horror covers. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, unfortunately, it's another gimmick to sell books, but as long as it's cool, I'm I'm down for it. Hey, what's the while a gimmick is cool? Yeah. Now I think the gimmick of 65 different covers for the same book is shitty. Yes. But a couple gimmick covers like that are fucking badass. What is God? Are you still watching Gotham, Brian? Or no, uh, Kyle? No. I'm behind like five or six episodes because I saw that they're putting out the pictures of uh, 
The Joker? Yeah. Dude, they look so bad. Have you ever seen the movie Powder? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the dude from Powder found a a purple suit. Oh, that sucks. It's it's really weird what they're doing. Like they it's really weird what they're doing with them. They didn't do a very good job of Bane. They didn't do I don't know. And they're just whatever they're doing with Cameron Monaghan, I don't I don't know what they're doing with him. Like he was like when he when they first had him like kind of like insinuating he was playing the Joker, he did awesome. Then they killed him, and then they brought him back, and then he had a brother, and then it's like, yeah, that's that gets cheesy. They they just like like I don't think they thought it was gonna do well, or I don't know what they did, so they had him die. But then he got such good. Like he did such a good job at it, they had to figure out a way to fucking bring him back or something. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's the last season. It doesn't look like they're going out with a bang. It looks like they're fucking burning out instead of I don't know. It's fucked. I gotta give a, a shout out. I don't know if people in the chat watch WWE or not, but uh the um, elimination chamber pay-per-view is this past Sunday. And uh, I got to give a big shout out to, to WWE's the man, Becky Lynch for coming out to the, to the ring in uh, Grant Morrison era, Jean gray gear. It was pretty dope. Oh, that is dope. Yeah. It was a black leather suit that she had the yellow stripes down the side of it. It was, it was pretty sweet. you got a picture of it. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up here. It's mostly just videos. You can pause those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there was a. I didn't even buy any Marvel titles. Like, what? Here you go. Hold on a second, Kyle. Let me share my screen again. The Matrix. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's the jacket is the jacket was leather and then had a yellow stripe down the side of it. Becky Lynch is badass. She's definitely tearing the wrestling world up right now. That's for sure. Have you seen that uh, the previews for that document or that biography on that page, chick? Yeah, her her movie came out today. Is it with my family? Yeah. And I, and I really brought that up because uh, they're doing a, a Hulk Hogan biopic and they got Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan. That'd be crazy. And and they're going to have uh, supposedly um, Bradley Cooper playing Vince McMahon. Uh, that's so, kind of weird. Right? It doesn't fit. Uh, <laughs> I hope Chris Hemsworth doesn't change his voice and he keeps his accent. <laughs> his Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> He's ripping off the yellow shirt, and he's giving his Hulkamaniac speech. Yep, with the, with an accent. It would be cool if they had like while they're doing it. They Hi, are you Hulkamaniacs? They did with uh, I am a real American. I can't do an Australian accent with that theme song. <laughs> All you, let me tell you something, brother. I can't do that either. No, I'm, you can't do it. Crikey, let me tell you something, brother. I can't. I can't do it. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Wait, uh, we try it again. <laughs> no, I'm not going to try it again. <laughs> Are you my real American? I can't do it. Crikey. Crikey. That's Australian. For beer. Yeah. <laughs> Foster's Australian for beer. Crikey. And around. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Now do it. Now you got the voice. Uh, do it. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Now sing it. I am a real American. <laughs> Fight for the rights of every man. <laughs> Uh, I watched Crocodile Dundee the other day. <laughs> That's a great movie, man. It's still really good. <laughs> when he comes with that fake gator and shit. Dude. Yeah. Crikey. Foster's Australian for beer. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that I hope he I hope that he fights Andre the Giant in the Oh, he'll have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest one of the best, biggest wrestling. I think that's where it's got to end. Yeah, it's got to end with him slamming Andre the Giant. That's that's where that ends. I hope, anyways. No, it'll gotta, be a big movie, that's for sure. It'll have to go further than that because it'll have to go. It loses it and him lighting a joint off of a hundred dollar bill. And there's a lot of shit that happens. His his porn, his porn movie. His porn movie. Porn movie. eh? God damn you spice boy for fucking releasing that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That should be funny. Hazel. As long as he doesn't lose his accent. He's ripping off the yellow shirt. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> Doing the whole, you know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> he's doing it in an Australian accent. It'd be fucking <laughs> awesome. Let me tell you some brother. <laughs> uh, we're losing people with my terrible impressions. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> My badass, my terrible impressions. Quit fucking telling him to talk like that. Uh, you got anything else tonight, Kyle? No. I guess that's where I'm at. It's going to be about that time then, huh? I think so. Yes, Andre the Giant is dead. He's been dead a long time. There's a really good documentary. H- or, um, yeah, HBO did a really good documentary about him. Check that out. Oh, did you see that uh, they're about to R. Kelly Michael Jackson too? Yeah, they should. That, like, I saw the the preview for that documentary. I was like, oh man, it's creepy. Yeah, it is. Because it, it's like the way that the way the pre- preview is for it, it makes you like remember how great of a mu- musician Michael Jackson was and then in an instant it just sl- flips and it's like pedophile 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 yeah that part like, that part where he's like giving that kid a birthday with um birthday happy birthday on the video yeah was so creepy yeah that's where like the the light switch flips and it's 
it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to destroy. Well, he was already kind of destroyed, but. Well, it's funny because now R. Kelly's going to be arrested, right? They, yeah, they, they put out a warrant for his arrest. Did they, yep. really? they did oh, it man. today or yesterday or something like that, yeah. It's Get that motherfucker. I still have, to this day, have not watched that documentary. Uh, neither have I. It's too creepy to me. I just don't care enough. Like, I understand what he did, and it's messed up what he did, but I don't care enough about R. Kelly to give him the time of a day to go watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was messed up. I just thought well no, I'm saying messed up, but well, I think it's messed up that they're gonna do a documentary about the Michael Jackson thing, but you know, he was so fucked up, man. There was so much shit that we 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 couldn't even imagine that he was going through or doing or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I remember when he died and the rumors about they did a x-ray on him or something and he had all those broken needles all in his body. I never heard that. Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah, broken needles. <laughs> I never heard that. The yeah. crazy shit Brian says. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm Googling that. Yeah, look it up right now. Yeah. Yeah, if he drank a shit, Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant drank a shit ton of beer, and there's like photos of him with like beer cans in his hand, and they look like like miniature like Coke cans. They're like those mini Coke cans you can buy now. Like they're super tiny. His hand just like dwarfs them. It's nuts. Yeah, um, Jake the Snake was on Joe Rogan. He gave a really good story about how the first time he met Andre the Giant, he had to drive him to the next, you know, gig. And Andre told him, pull over and grab some, some couple cases of beer. And so he did it. And, uh, when he got to the place and he went to go let Andre and Andre got out, he went back there and every single beer was gone, like four cases of beer. And and the guy didn't piss once. Oh, it says it was riddled. He was riddled with needle marks and scars. Okay. That's a big difference. The needles in his body, Brian. Wait, hold on. I think there's a there's an X-ray of it. I got I got the New York Post up right now from 2009. It says an autopsy on Michael Jackson revealed that the King of Pops immense body was riddled with needle marks and scars. It said his butt, his ass was so scarred up. But I see, bet yeah. you it was. See, says Michael Jackson's rear end was so scarred up from drugs. <laughs> Warren says Google a Michael Jackson burger. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Do it, Kyle. What? Google a Michael Jackson burger. Your son found him apparently. <laughs> I don't know. That's just it's sad. It's sad that dude was that fucked up. And if he did diddle those kids, he definitely needs to go down. <laughs> 40-year-old man between 10-year-old buns. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, man. That's fantastic. That wins my night. That does it for me. <laughs> that does it for me. <laughs> oh man 
Uh, yeah. Anything else new and exciting going on with you, Brian? Nope. Same old man. Just trying to get by. Just keep yeah. it on. Keep it on. Yeah. Life's a garden. Dig it. <laughs> you got some whiskey in there tonight, Kyle? No, sir. Such a heart attack. You're uh, keeping it clean, huh? Straight and narrow now. Yeah. Eating salads and drinking water. So it's it's just straight whiskey, no Red Bull? Yep. <laughs> Try to keep my sugars down. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no, I'm not, I'm out of whiskey. You're out of whiskey. No, I, I I I discovered I like porters, porters, porter beers. Oh yeah, porters. Yeah, they taste like chocolate and coffee. You should try a Breckenridge vanilla porter. It's good stuff. I tried. What did I have? The other night, you had a coffee. You had a coffee one last Friday. I know that. And then when I was at the bar Tuesday night, before my cardiologist appointment, I went to the bar. I got a. I love this man. <laughs> he has some shots and Ubers to the hospital, and has a beer at the bar before his cardiologist appointment. I, I had. A- <laughs> Uh, I'm dedicated. Um, you are clearly. I can't remember what it was, but it was another porter, and I, I like them, man. It tastes like coffee and chocolate. There you go. So now I'm on to something new. All right. Well, I guess that's a good spot, as any, to end this week's episode. Talking about beer. Yep. I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat tonight. It was a great time. You guys always make yep. it. You guys always make it fun. It's sad we didn't see some of our regulars in there this week, but hopefully they'll be back next week. Hopefully um, everybody in here this week will be regulars next yeah, week. For sure. Yeah, for sure. If you guys had a great time tonight and you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit that like button and make sure to hit that subscribe button if this is your first time here. If you're just finding this um, through happenstance through YouTube, welcome. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button if you like the show. Um, if you would like to listen to this through any of your normal audio podcast applications, you can download it every Monday. Um, this week's episode will be available. I want to I want to urge you guys to turn in turn in to uh, tune in next week. Next Friday, we have a special episode for you where we're going to have Gregory Schoen, the writer creator of Ray Gun, on um, this Tuesday, guys, Tuesday, the 27th, make sure to go to your local comics book shop and pick up the trade paperback of Ray gun support a, uh, independent artist and creator. Um, I say artist is the writer, but yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's been on the show a couple of times now. Um, he's going to stop by and we're going to talk to him about, we're going to review and talk to him about the book. I'm stoked that Kyle and I finally get to finish it. I hope you guys are stoked to finally get to start it and read it. But um, he's going to join us next Friday for a little bit to talk about the book. And we should do a comic theater of Reagan. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to insult him. Like I don't want to insult him. It would be fun though. Uh, yeah. Um, Reagan, Chatsy, it's a it's a fantastic book. Uh, the trade comes out next week. Um, your local comic shop should have it. Hopefully. But I'm going to be picking it up. I know that for sure. But he will be there with us next Friday for a little bit, talking uh, the book and and 
kind of answering Kyle and I questions about it. And so that means you have to go to the comic book store before Saturday, Kyle. When, oh, it comes out this Wednesday? Comes out this Wednesday, yeah. Mm, fuck. Okay, I can do that. You're going to have to stop on your way to school or something. Yeah, I'll do that. So. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll have it all ready by Friday for sure. I'm, I'm planning on it. But yeah, so tune in next Friday So for a special conversation with Greg. And I'm excited to see if Brian gets a chance to read the book before then or not. Yeah, I really want to. So that's something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to thank everyone for hanging out tonight. Um, and yeah. So for this episode of the absolute geek podcast, I'm Matt. I was going to let Brian be second again. I'm Kyle. (laughs) I'm Brian. And we will see you next time.